Hi, good evening, uh, and welcome to the latest episode of La Magicast. I'm your host, Scott Munro. Welcome to episode 147. And this is a second episode uh, talking about mental health. Um, I did one in the week for about 15 minutes talking about my uh, my dealings with mental health. Um, I've been struggling for about since 2013. Uh, thank you for some of the feedback I got on social media. Really, really made my week. It's been a long week, uh, <laughs> with especially with the weather and... Uh, working from home in this uh in this climate at the moment but coming uh on the second episode uh we are recording this on a friday night uh i come all are you all the way from norway uh i got Jonas. i'm gonna pronounce this second time right yeva <laughs> it works that works yes yes sorry sorry we, we did we did talk about this pre-pod and i sometimes i do botch names i'm like some of the guys on sky sports news Paul Merson when he sees a when he saw Socrates his name pop up on a on a on a Sky Sports News but <laughs> Jonas thank you very much for joining on the Magic Cast we've been in contact for a couple of weeks me Imran have spoken to you about coming on talking about mental health and wanted to hear about your story thank you so much for having me on yeah I mean you you reached out I believe it's a little over two weeks ago now actually yeah. and and there's um I mean, due to work and due to other things, I mean, I, I've been been rather busy. So um, happy that we got to uh, we got to it now, and, and also considering the fact that you mentioned it here, also uh, I want to commend you for opening up about your about your struggles mm-hmm. and about um, a topic that I think is, is is near and dear to my heart, and I know it's also near and dear to more and more people. And I think it needs to be. Uh, I think it needs to be something that we discuss in the open, and and, and that's why. I think um, I'm humbled and, and very grateful that you're inviting me onto onto your podcast because you know that someone wants to, to speak to me and speak to anyone in, about this about this topic, especially with their own um, experiences at heart and knowing and knowing from my own experiences how difficult this is. I also know that this could be a uh, a chat that that is you know challenging both for 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 yourself and for myself as well and perhaps at times might be difficult for people as well listening mm-hmm. in so but 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 this needs to be a difficult chat because we need to do it often until it no longer is difficult to have these chats yeah it, like for me i felt it was like a stigma for a couple of years i don't know if you would agree with that where you see someone like a, a friend or yourself struggling and you wouldn't open up, you just let it bottle up, bottle up and bottle up and then it, it bursts and then it all comes out. And I think we do have to have these conversations once in a while. Like I've got a couple of friends who are struggling with mental health. I I make it my own point that we do something on the weekend. Now that the football mm-hmm. season's over, um, <laughs> a part of me is thankful that it's over, but then it's coming back in a couple of weeks because <laughs> the nature of the 2022 World Cup when it happens in November, that all the it's starting earlier. I always make sure that hey, like I sent a message to my friends, hey, do you want to do something? Do you fancy popping into town centre? Do you want to go to McDonald's and get a McDonald's breakfast, or we can chat and then we could do some shopping? So I always make it my objection that with a couple of mates or 
that just to just to reach out and for myself recently i used to go traveling around the uk to sporting events on my own i did that during the summer in the last couple of weeks i've been to three days at the cricket i went to lords i've been to bristol i've been to worcester i'm off to wembley tomorrow as we were talking off pod mm-hmm. i've got i got a stadium <laughs> tour booked up which i'm look, looking forward to hopefully this better than the last time I went to Wembley when I saw Swindon lose 4-0 in the playoff final. (laughs) But that's a different topic, but I don't want to waffle on. Um, Jonas, before we start, can we just uh, do a little bit of background about yourself? We were talking off pod, you're a bit of a Manchester United fan, you do like La Liga as well. Just just (laughs) want to give our listeners a little bit of background about yourself. Yeah, well, so um, I actually turned... Uh, the big three zero. I turned Ooh. thirty on uh, on Wednesday, so oh, I'm actually I... two days into my thirties. Welcome aboard. Uh, thank you, thank you, much <laughs> appreciated. I am already uh, already trying to, you know, when I go into public transport, trying to get the senior citizen pass, so I don't have to pay that much <laughs> and all and all those things. Uh, no, I I, uh, I I suppose I have a degree in sports journalism. I, I work in sports journalism and different sorts of journalism for um, yeah the, the majority of, of a decade now. I suppose and even more if you count you know websites and and sort of uh, free writing that I've done. So I've always been a um, if you can call it artistic. I suppose you can you can label it as label it as such. Big passion for for football. I mean, football was um, you know a, a hideaway from me at times when I when I was um, a bit a bit of a loner when I was a, a kid and sort of a solace for me to go and 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 read footballing magazines and watch footballing matches and tapes and all that stuff. You know, for our younger listeners, we actually had to tape uh, in certain matches and tape <laughs> yes. certain shows that went on TV on on the VHS, and I still have a lot of those tapes. I actually revisited a lot of those um earlier uh, earlier in the week that sort of thing you do when you're on the on the cusp of turning turning 30 um so yeah i've always been always been uh, a passionate football supporter whether it be i was a very diehard man united fan at a point you know and and sort of to the point where it, it affected my week and sort of my week was based upon whether or not man united uh, won the match at the weekend uh kind of mellowed out a little bit which has sort of happened with me being a, a journalist uh and covering the game um always also also been a valencia fan for the majority of my la- my life because of john carew who roma fans also will know yeah. fondly i hope yeah. um so four season i think it was he joined roma for a little bit yeah i believe he was there on loan yeah, on loan, um, yes. yeah, pr- yeah he had a pretty decent uh decent spell there before he went to Lyon, i believe yes. um and and yeah, no. So basically, that's 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 my life. That's my story. I mean, I, I've I've done every sort of different. I mean, I've done podcasts. I've done radio. Uh, well, I've been a guest on radio. I should say. I've been on TV. I've done sports writing, both in you know, in, in, in web, on websites and um, on web pages, and also in actual newspapers and actual magazines. And written here in Norway. I've had things published in the Guardian. So I'm becoming a a well-rounded journalist, I suppose. But regardless of that, I think that the most important thing, even though I think football is the most important thing of the of the not important things in the world, there are other things in the world that I'm uh, getting more knack for talking about, which is which is the topic that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Um, I prefer, do you think I was thinking this when I was talking about myself when I did a podcast on uh, when I do it Tuesday Tuesday evening? Um, 
do you think football may have helped out a lot of people during lockdown? I, I, I guess so in a way. Uh, during lockdown, I think that um, I can only. Sp- I mean, I, I can only speak from my own country because mm. we we this was a huge topic here, and and I, and I think that one of the things that that I was really frightened about was. Uh, how many people were sat alone, uh, how many people sort of were left to fend for themselves. And when the football mm. stopped and when sports in general stopped, I think that life stopped for a lot of people. But that doesn't just go in relation to sports. That go also in relation to other things that just stopped. I mean, the world the, the world stopped and, and we were all left to fend for ourselves. And if you if you weren't in a relationship or you had a uh, family that you, could, that you could visit or that you could stay at, I mean, you were pretty much alone in the world and mm. and, and for myself who, who I, I was in that situation and and that was very difficult because i'm also one of those people that i like to i like to go to the gym in order to sort of channel my thoughts and to uh get a lot of uh, frustration out uh once that sits in in with me um so i i, I kind of i think that sports and sort of activities in general that, that was shut down due to due to the pandemic kind of left people in a bit of a rut. And I got to be honest, I, I think that one of the things that I was sort of frightened about and that I kind of was fearful of was um, when they were to really, and, and I'm, I'm sorry to, you know, make this a topic, but I suppose it's, it's worth mentioning. I was, I was really scared about how the suicide rates would look. Oh my because goodness. I, I, yes. Yeah. I was thinking a lot about that, you know, that, that, that had to have had a spike um, based upon the, the sheer nature of, of people being depressed and being depressed on their own. Um, to my knowledge, I, I don't think there was that big of a spike, at least not here in Norway, which was a little bit surprising in some aspects to me. But, but then again, I, I think that that was one of those things that was was almost criminally overlooked at least here and and perhaps also on a worldwide basis but that but that's again then again i think that's one of the the, the beauties of for example social media i think social media was one of those things one of those things that that helped out a lot of people uh during the pandemic just trying to connect with people around the world and 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 trying to just also to understand that the situation is something that kind of in a in a in a way also um brought us all together a little bit closer even though we were all <laughs> as far apart as, as could be in that situation yeah i think uh, a lot of facebook group chats a lot of facebook video chats a lot of quizzes some cooking stuff was going flying <laughs> around yeah cuz i think for me that it it got lonely and when when lockdown happened like you sort of lose your routine like um I yeah. lost my routine for about six weeks and I lost where I was. I spoke to Calm, I spoke to other people. And thankfully, after I did some counselling back at the end of 2020, after a second sort of, I would say a meltdown, but uh, not like a, a little relapse, I counselling helped me a lot. And then ever since that, I've been touch with, I've been really, really good. Um, I think going to football last season up and down the country and seeing friends and seeing relatives and seeing like seeing some work colleagues. It's really helped. I think we, I, I said this, I look at like the world at 2020, like it feels like a decade ago. I don't know if you feel like that. Mm-hmm. It feels, it feels like a a different time away. And and then as you said about suicide rates, I I was looking at that as well because I think I read some stories that sadly a couple of people like in the news did take their own life because of the pandemic and that. But 
um mm. i spoke to a couple of people i always make sure that i double checked with some people that i know uh that I was friends with because they lived on their own just to make sure that they're okay and if they ever wanted a chat they always can have a chat because it was a lonely time um it, it was an eerie time mm. and it felt so long ago as is to as it does now yeah, uh, I, I mean, I agree that it, that it felt so long ago. And, and I, to piggyback on what you said also, I mean, I I was also in, in counseling at that time. I, I'd been in counseling for, oh, how long had I been in counseling when it all started? I mean, I was, I was for the better part of a year, I believe I'd been in counseling already um, wow. due to, yeah, I mean... I might as well just just go into that. I mean, I I I yeah uh, yeah. I go into your story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I battle I battle depression and anxiety, and I've done so mm. uh, for the better part of a decade now. But I mean, it really came into play when once my mother passed away. My mother passed away in in 2015, and and I've never had a father in my life. So so my mother and myself we were very very close and. And she'd struggled with a lot of illness for you know the majority of my life, and and um, and on one day, you know, I think we all sort of have a illusion, a thought that we're all once our parents pass away, we're supposed to sort of sit there by the bedside and sort of say goodbye, and you know, uh, thank you for everything you've given me in 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 your life, and you know, you're kind of I understand that it's your time to go, but. In, in, in my in my situation, I mean, it was so sudden. Even though my mother was sick and she was ill and and she was struggling with with different things uh, towards the end of her life, you know, it, her her time of death was very sudden. Um, and we'd only spoken a couple of hours before she passed away, which which was, um, I mean, it, it was something that that still haunts me to this day you know that that you know the whole situation and how short life can be and sort of how i'm dealing with it and that's something that i eventually had to go into counseling for but as you can hear i mean that was that was in 2015 so as you can hear there's a, a long spell of time there between 20 2015 and 2019 when i started mm -hmm. going into counseling in which in which i didn't go into counseling because um as you alluded to here earlier, you know, you're supposed to be strong and you're supposed to be a man and you're supposed to handle things on your own. And, you know, it's, it's not a, you know, all that. I, I'm not, I'm not sure if I can, if I can curse on, on the podcast. Oh, no, no, fire away, go away. I do it sometimes. I, yeah, I know. But, but in, I think sometimes curse words are necessary. And, and, and yeah. in this aspect, I think it is because all the, all the fucking bullshit that you hear from people saying, you know, man up, or mm. it's not a it's not a tough life it's a tough day it's not a tough week it's it's a tough couple hours you know life sometimes is is incredibly unfair and and, it, and it's so cruel at times and sometimes you know sometimes people will say that well you're you're you've and you can kind of admit to yourself that you're the author of your own own demise but when it when but at times when when the demise happens around you and it crumbles you down it feels so incredibly unfair and and a lot of my life uh, from that point and you know things that have also happened you know following that has, has been incredibly unfair to live through and, and i remember one time when i spoke to my counselor and she we'd kind of gone through big events in my life and she kind of just shook her head and said it's it's 
I have no idea how you haven't turned into an alcoholic or a drug abuser or a criminal or something along those lines, which is, that is tough to hear from a counselor. You know, it's a counselor telling you that you're sort of a, um, I suppose the exception to a rule here and, and the rule being that you're, you're not supposed to be able to overcome some of the things that I overcame, which again, is not to, you know, applaud myself, but I want to use that more so in order to highlight that, that, that this is a serious issue because people have gone through the stuff that I've gone through and people have gone through worse things that I've gone through. And they're sitting there, you know, either in their apartments or if they even have that. And I mean, some people are the ones that turn into drug addicts or alcoholics or criminals and 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 they kind of fade away from, from our society. And I think, and I, I've always thought that what if someone actually just allowed them to feel that it's all right to be hurt? It's all right to not be all right. Would we have saved a lot of people that today feel unsavable or that we've deemed to be you know, social problems or people that are, that are sort of um, ostracized from our society. That's something that I, that I think about uh, a lot, actually. Yeah, I, I do that as well. Um, just did, are you still doing counseling if, if I don't mind me asking, or is that completely? No, no. Any, a, every question here is no question is, is, is off the table. So just oh, so you okay, know, cool. you don't have to. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm like an open book about this. Uh, no, I'm, I, I currently not, currently not in counseling. Uh, I probably should be. Um, I thought, I've thought about going back. Uh, spoke. No, but it's not, it's not nothing wrong about it. I think, I think everyone should go to counseling. Yeah, I think everyone should, should because I think that it's, um, to me, it was a lifesaver. I got to be honest with that. I it, it, it saved my life to go into counseling, and it's not like I'm in that sort of situation in my life now. But but it, but it gains you, or it gains you, you gain a, a, a understanding of how much counseling and just talking to someone who understands what they're talking about and understands how to. If you, if you gain that connection, obviously, because not not every counselor is for everyone. Um, but once you gain that understanding with someone, it, it, it becomes something that you. Yeah, it costs money, and perhaps it seems like it—it's a big investment. But you're investing it in yourself, and, and that's what I found out. That even though I was sometimes looking at how how much it, it cost, it, it just the effect of it and and the value that I that I gained from from you know understanding more of how of how my my mind works, how my emotions works, and to get those mechanisms that when I when I get a panic attack, for example, I understand what to do. Mm. Those those things are invaluable. So. Um, I'm not in counseling now, but again, I, sh- I probably should be to, to give you a, give you a, uh, long wounded answer to something that's kind of brief to answer. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't want to tiptoe, but as you said, you, 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 like you, like, I'll, I'll try and word this as, as, as politely as I want, wanted, like, you're not going to like beat around the bush. You just want to be straight laced and just answer every question like you wanted to go through. But yeah, I didn't want to tiptoe, yeah, tiptoe yeah. around it and be like, hi. No, we don't even, we don't need to tiptoe. If we're uh, going, like we, we, when we're having this conversation, we got to be, if, if you, if we're going to use that, that bullshit about being yeah. men and being tough and all that, I think that, I mean, stuff, I mean, of course some people are different and people react in different ways, but I'm one of those people that I've learned that, when you answer, when you speak in a way that is direct and people understand your sentiment, I think that that helps people understanding a little bit more of 
this of the necessity to have those talks and about, about the seriousness of the, of the topic that you're talking about. If you're tiptoeing around it, I think that I think that is an issue. I think I think the issue needs to be that we, um, or that I suppose the goal needs to be that there doesn't have to be any tiptoeing because this becomes so so normal to talk about. Do you think in the last couple of years, and I thought this myself, that it's not a taboo uh, topic to talk about now? It's quite it's quite normal and quite you do get a lot of people like i would say in our age bracket or you said you reached a certain birthday not so long ago i also did i i'm just a few years older I'm, i turned 35 in in april um so I'm, if i was a if i was a footballer i'm halfway to not halfway but thinking <laughs> thinking in my peak years to coming into uh thinking about my last payday but do you think in the last couple of years that this is a topic that that everyone wants to talk about now and it's good and we do get more people opening up not like five or six years ago or i will mention his name like piers morgan i i feel dirty naming his name on this just in <laughs> general um when he when he said about uh was it simone biles and the the, the tennis player last yeah, year i remember that and when yeah the uh yeah the woman the girl right that, yeah. that ended up winning wimbledon yeah yeah i remember yeah, female yeah. tennis well, i think it was the u.s open and then over here ben stokes uh the english cricketer took took a break uh he didn't say nothing i was thinking fair play to ben stokes he went through a lot personally as well and he broke his finger and i think bubble fatigue like uh for jonas in cricket where for about two years during the covid uh they went into bubbles and for like a couple of months at a time they would be staying at like hotels strict in no one could go in like during the pandemic like there is two cricket grounds here in the uk that got hotels and they would stay on the ground hotels and they would not see anyone <laughs> like they would just have to stay in their rooms i think as sportsmen they would that that'd be quite tough but there's a long-winded question uh, i didn't want to uh <laughs> to go a bit longer but do you think is a topic now that it's not taboo that people want to talk about mental health? It's a good question. Um, yes and no. I think mm. that there are more and more people that are opening up about it and talking about it. But then again, I, th I don't think it's enough. I think that we still have a long way to go as a society, as a global society. And, and I, I one, one of the things I got, I got to say, Scott, and one of the things that absolutely still annoys me is that when I read a story about someone opening up about the bad times they've had, mm. um, as if it's something that they've overcome. I mean, I, I, I think, I think that you can overcome depression and anxiety and, and any sort of mental health situation, but we, that we cannot make that into something that once once it happens in your life you think that you're happy that you're going to overcome it i know and, and the based upon the things that i've lived through and the ba based upon the things that I, i've just come to to understand is that more than likely i'm never i'm never ever going to 100 recover from anxiety or depression and and i struggle to think that I struggle. I struggle with myself, and this is only my opinion of it. I struggle to to see how am I ever going to feel better about myself if if every time I get a setback, I'm going to to push myself further down. Um, and I think that when people open up about the situation that they've overcome something, I, I think it's. I think one, number one, I think it's nice that they talk about it, but number two, I, I'm more 
I'd prefer to read about someone who actually does struggle with it mm. and someone that actually, that actually says, look, I'm having issues. Uh, and this is what I'm doing to combat my issues. Uh, I think, um, one, one of the people that I, I absolutely love listening to, considering we were speaking about, um, some of the British athletes, uh, Tyson Fury. Yes. Uh, I, I think Fury. that the gypsy King. I think that Tyson Fury is basically saying, look, I'm going to struggle with this uh, for the rest of my life. I mean, I, I, and, and it's, it's one thing that he said that, that, I, that hit me really, really hard. And he said that, uh, I could wake up at night, 9, 9 AM, go for a run, you know, uh, or be outside and run and, and then come back and have breakfast. And then a couple of years, a couple hours later, I wanted to kill myself and he had no, and he had no explanation why, but the only explanation is that that is what his, depression was doing to him. And that is sort of how his mind would have worked. And, and, and it doesn't mean, I mean, that's the extreme of it. And I'm not saying that people are, but I know that there's a lot of people, myself included, that could have a perfect day. You know, you can, you can be out, you can enjoy a nice summer's day. You can be out with your friends. You can, you can, you know, have a great day. And then you come home or, or during that day, all of a sudden there's, there's this, that, that click in you that everything turns into mush. Everything turns gray. Everything turns dark. And, it, it, it's and I think that's normal, you know. When you struggle with with these things, I think that's normal. But it, it's once we normalize that, and once we help um, communicate coping mechanisms for stuff like that, and and co one of those coping mechanisms being that people understand that that is normal, I think that needs to be uh, more front and center that, than it, than what it is. Because I think that, and this is a long winded answer. I apologize, but this is no, something no, that I really that really grinds my gears. Thank you. No, I, I just, I, I just think that we need to normalize that there's issues. We need to normalize that people struggle with things and that it's not something that you necessarily have to think that you have to overcome in a way, but learning to cope with it is, is a way of overcoming it. That's what I, that's what I learned that once I stopped thinking that this was only a phase in my life and, and me accepting that this is something that I will have to live with at, at least for the time being and what has been for years now, that I, th I think that has been been helpful and in, in what you can which which you of course can label a sort of recovery but not something that i go around think that i'm going to to overcome on a daily basis if that makes any sense no that completely makes sense uh, i i do understand where you're coming from i think i'm i think over the last 10 to 12 months i'm thinking in the same way I have the odd moment here or there where I'm thinking I'm just having a rough day. Everything gets mm -hmm. on top of you and then you just feel like something's going to explode. But then you give yourself five minutes. You might listen to some music. You might listen to some calming apps or a particular calming anxiety music on YouTube. That's what I do most mornings. Because if I've had a bad night's sleep, I listen to some calming anxiety stuff and then I'm, I'm feeling okay. Maybe some like meditation or deep breathing. But then it can just as you said like a switch it can completely change if it's you're having a bad day you think you, you might be looking to something in in the future you might be looking forward to a, like seeing your friends or in an event like you could be going watch a sporting event or you're going to the cinema or you're off out with drinks you've got something to look forward to that but then there's the other side where you think shit something's not right here i've got to sort of fit sort of work out the remedy to, to make it not flare up again um I'm, i've had a couple instances of that in the last year or so touch wood sorry i'm touching my desk <laughs> no, i'm touching i'm touching it as well for you <laughs> but touch wood like it we do we do we go through different instances in life like 
like you said, Jonas, like like a flick of a switch, something could go wrong. Yeah, like it it happens, doesn't it? And we have to combat that that fear and that anxiety of feeling like that. We we have those struggles that we go through, and it's just overcome them. It could be like you overcome something, and like you have a fear of maybe taking public transport. I had a I didn't t- take t- public transport for about a year during the lockdown. I went on my first bus ride in like last August and I was like, what am I scared of? Like what am I scared of? Like first train. I've got to do my first plane ride since like a couple of years. I've got to do that soon. Mm-hmm. I haven't I've been on a plane since October 2019, so that's pre-pandemic, but you do go over these fears. Uh, did you have any over, to overcome like since lockdown, like public transport, going to the gym by yourself, maybe going to a different country by yourself. Did you have to overcome some sort of that? I struggle a lot with being, being around people. I was okay. very, I'm, I'm one of those people that I become very overwhelmed by things uh, rather quickly. Uh, and that, that spikes my, uh, my panic attacks. Um, I've struggled with panic attacks as well for, for, I mean, Jeez, what is it now? Five, six, seven years I've had panic attacks, uh, and it, and it, and it's a sense of overwhelmment that, mm. that or, or being overwhelmed, I should say. Um, and and I remember because we had a, a period of time where we did home offices and all that stuff, and I, and I hated home offices. I didn't I didn't like it. I just I enjoyed it for maybe a week, maybe two. You know, you, you wake up and you can you can you know, work from home and you don't have to stress with it. We you know getting dressed and you know everything. You can be a slob at times. But it was just once we got back into the offices, it just, as soon as I got into the office, I started hearing people in the office and, you know, that there being a, 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 a busy news desk, for example, that, that it freaked me out, you know, it was just completely freaked me out. And, and I still struggle with that to this day or that when, when there are too many new people that I have to, to say hello to, or that I have to greet and I have to be, you know, not the where it's it's not right to say all oh, my best behavior because I am that for the most part. But just just when you have to when you have to you know present yourself and be someone that people speaks to, um, or at least several people speak to, I, I find that to be daunting and I find that to be very overwhelming. So so and I did that pre pre pandemic as well, but but especially after the pandemic, that 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 scared the hell out of me mm. because it is just ugh. It, I don't know. It, it just, it, it just is that, you know, that I don't know if you know this, but that feeling of when you just are, you're overwhelmed. Like when you can yeah. almost feel that every breath you take, it kind of stops in your throat and you kind of have to push it down into mm. your chest. Um, I have, I, I, I experienced those a lot and I experienced them, especially during uh, when we all sort of started returning back to, to offices um, following the pandemic. But, but I, I completely agree with you that, that, Things like that. I mean, I, and again, I, I think things like that needs to be, uh, and because when you speak about those things as well, I mean, a lot of people are like hardy, hard, hard. Yeah, you'll get over it. Mm. No, it, 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 it's not like that. You know, it's just for some people, you know, thinking you're you're going to get over it is is actually, you know, it works works in a different way. It works against its purpose. And I, but I don't think a lot of people know that. And I and I one of those things that I, I think that you might have experienced and and I know my friends have experienced it is that when once you have a friend that goes through something and that is open about their struggles a lot of people don't know what to do you know should I be should I involve myself more should I distance myself more should 
I, you know, w- what to do, you know, and that's sort of, I, I just think that the general knowledge about mental health is, is not sufficient. And that, and that, and that kind of, that it kind of, you know, ironically, that depresses me a little bit. <laughs> oh God, I can see where you're coming from. They're like, they're tiptoeing. They want to say, Hey, you're okay. You, do you want to do something? Do you want to go on lunch or you're all right? You're okay to talk about things. And then that it feels like they're treading on eggshells. I don't know if you get yeah. that feeling. It's just like, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I just, uh, some days are like, oh, I just want to listen to my podcast. I just want to listen to maybe some football or TV podcast. Or just, 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 well, I'm all good. I just want to be left alone for a couple of hours, but I'm, I'm fine. You just, uh, you don't need to tiptoe me. You can just literally go straight in two footed. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I'm, I'm good. But yeah, I do feel, I do agree with you. Like I do get that sense from some people that I know, but they, they don't mean it. They, they probably don't understand what, people are going through they just like hey you're okay they're just like treading around you very very gently yeah and 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 i and i you know just just not to i mean not to make anyone feel awful listening to this i completely understand that it's not like i'm i'm you know trying to make anyone feel bad about it or make anyone feel or to have a guilty conscience because i i understand it i just think that and and this is one of the things that that, that I think is so important also to preach is that we are all different. You know, some of us, we like to sort of speak very directly and very serious about topics like this, such as my, myself. I'm one of those people I'm raised, you know, my mother was straight to the punch. You know, she, she wanted to, if there's an issue, we will, we'll talk about it. We'll solve it. Whether it's a, a, uh, an issue that, that relates to something physical or something mental or emotional, we have to, we have to talk about it and we have to figure out a way to, not, if not combat it, we have to find a solution to how we can live with the issue that is happening in our lives. That's what, that was my mother all the time. And I think I've inherited that, inherited that a lot, but I know that there's people out there and I completely, and I really, really respect people that don't have that way of looking at it. I just mm. think that we need to create an environment where people don't feel as if they cannot speak about it that is that is that is my if i can say that i have an aim or something that i that i hope for i just hope that we we create an environment where feeling depressed or feeling anxious or feeling lonely or 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 any of those sorts of tough or difficult and and i suppose taboo feelings i just hope that those um that those feelings that they kind of I don't know that they fix themselves in a way, I suppose we not fix themselves, but that we fix society and that we, we learn people about them. Uh, completely. I've got two, two final questions. Cause I don't want to take more of your time. I said, I did say 30 to 35. No, I like this conversation. <laughs> I love this conversation. I absolutely love it. So we can, I mean, I, I, I'm no, I no problem sitting there talking about it. I, no, I love this conversation. I don't, I mean, it's, it's so good. Yeah. I don't want to, to go too long. Uh, I got two final questions. Wow. It's right. Um, uh, do you think lockdown has changed people's outlook on on mental health and anxiety, and and to see like the people they may have gone struggles through that dark time for about twelve to sixteen months? I hope so. Uh, yeah. I, I sincerely hope so. I, I I think that it's been something that people have at least acknowledged to. Um, to a larger degree and people have understood that this is a something that is in our society and something that uh, we need to 
at least respect. I don't think, I'm not sure if the taboos and the stigmas have been, you know, have disappeared. I, I still think that there's a lot of people that dis decide to distance themselves from those sorts of topics when they, when they arise. Uh, but I think people are more aware of, of it being part of our society, definitely. But I, 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 I'm of the opinion that I don't think that people understand the seriousness of it as much as they probably should at this time. No, I completely agree. Um, I was gonna, I wanted to ask this, but how are you feeling today? Is everything okay? Do you feel bet much better talking about coming onto this podcast and talking about to mental health and um, just open it up a little bit more? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, um, it's. I've had a really strange couple of uh, couple of weeks, couple of, uh, I mean, it's been, it's been weird. You know, it's, there's been a lot of stuff happening in my life that I've, for the majority, it's been really, really good. And, and there's been some things that haven't been as good. So uh, being able to at least speak about a topic that that's, that's this near and dear to my heart to someone that uh, I hear has the same sort of passion for it and, and perhaps an understanding of it is, is, um, I mean, it, it, it's good, and 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 I and I think when I look back upon this, because I'm one of those people that I analyze every sort of conversation that I've had. This is something that I will look back upon with a smile on my face. So I really appreciate the conversation, but uh, yeah, I'm do, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm not doing perfectly. I'm not doing uh, as good as I, as people probably would feel comfortable with. Uh, but then again, I'm not here to make people feel comfortable <laughs> in, in lying about, about how I, I think that's something we need to normalize as well. Being honest about how you're feeling. If someone asks you how you are, if you feel like crap, you should be able to say that without feeling, feeling bad, but yeah, I don't feel yeah, like crap. Yeah. I have, a, I have a wonderful girlfriend and, uh, and, and wonderful friends that take care of me. So I'm, 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 I'm a lot I'm a lot luckier now than I uh, than I've been in previous situations. So I'm I'm very blessed and very thankful for the um, for my friends and for my girlfriend that um, that I love and that I have near and dear to my heart. But I got to ask you as well how you're feeling. Then I think that's important. Joe, you know uh, it's been like, it's been a stressful couple of weeks, but I think I'm feeling a lot better than I was probably a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I do tend to struggle in the summer when it's hot um because yeah. i i'm asthmatic and when it gets a bit hot but my asthma has been pretty good it's my bloody hay fever hay fever in the uk in 2022 oh, yeah. it's been absolutely rancid and so i tend to struggle with that and i sometimes sound like an absolute water a water buffalo or the <laughs> <laughs> when i'm going if i'm like out on a walk when i was in the office a couple of weeks ago like we're all struggling behavior but i'm i'm in a good place i'm just tired i think it's been quite a stressful last couple of weeks with my job and what i do i'm not going to go into it what i what i think i did say what, what i used to do in the previous pod but for the company i work for i won't name names but cuz uh, cuz i don't want to get myself into trouble on a podcast but no it's a, it's a very <laughs> it's a very it's a very good company to work for but i think for the last couple of months it's been quite stressful we've been quite busy but i mean good uh I, i'm quite happy that the football season was over because it did get <laughs> like doing podcasts and stuff like this i i love doing it but like we what because of roma and well as i'm a, as I'm a, a swindon fan 
Like <laughs> Roman Roman won the conference league. Swindon got knocked out in the playoff semi-final on penalties. I'm also Scottish and we lost to Ukraine. So I was thinking, <laughs> shit. But no, no. Thank you for asking that, Jonas, because we don't we we don't really ask that much. But I'm good. I'm really really looking forward to the weekend. So I'm off to Wembley tomorrow. Uh football season starts in a couple of weeks i'm off to some away games i might be going to rome in august to watch a roma game if i can get the time off work awesome i think it's either cremonese or monza i might try and go to if not it might be a game in september but no i'm good it's it's bastardly warm (laughs) it's got to 26 (laughs) 27 degrees and i'm absolutely sweating but no i'm in a good place i'm just it's just tired and just like work trying to get the balance of work home life correct i think is good but not all good i'm just looking forward to what i'm gonna say it's a nice stuffy hot train tomorrow from paddington to from swindon <laughs> to paddington get to see get to see the the capital just to, it's good to get out and about i don't know if you would agree like yeah. when it's nice and hot just to get out and about like i like a couple of weeks ago it was my first time on a tube in a couple of years and i was thinking why have I done this more often? Why have I not like the tube in London is horrific at times and it does get claustrophobic. And I was thinking I've left Swindon to get to London at a decent hour, but on the way back, I was thinking this is why I don't catch the tube at seven o'clock in the evening on a Saturday and a Saturday night. It's like, it was packed, <laughs> but I was thinking now nah, you've done it now. You've ticked something off. It's like, I tick goals. Like I started doing stuff going out on my own a lot more. Like, a mm-hmm. trip tomorrow like and i'll go to football with my mates in a couple of weeks we'll like we'll go to swindon's first away game of the season away in, in yorkshire and harrogate and then i'll go i'll go to a friendly with my mates and probably if my dad wants to come um in a couple of weeks also but no thank you for asking i, I, I thought you were going to reciprocate me asking the question but all good can't complain it's just tiredness and from I- work and I'm not doing it and I'm not doing it because you asked me, but I'm actually doing it because we need to, to ask, to ask that question, you know, how are you? How, how are yeah. you feeling? And, and, and my only, my only advice, I mean, if I can do that, is just make yourself the priority, you know, make yourself yeah. the priority in your own life. I mean, we're, we're as in, in general, we struggle with making ourselves priorities in our own lives because we want to cater to the people around us. And, and one of the things that, I mean, I hear that you do that and that's awesome that you, you know, you go on your own day trips and you, you do your own excursions and stuff like that, which I completely commend you for. I started, you know, going on walks and stuff like that just to clear yeah. my head and just to, just to, you know, sometimes I listen to a podcast. Some, sometimes I actually only have the, uh, the earpieces or the, the AirPods in, in my ear just to uh, avoid people just so people think that I'm busy, even though I'm, I don't listen to anything just to, to just take in any emotion and anything that, that, you know, that happens around me just to be present in a moment. So I, 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 I highly, I highly recommend for everyone to make themselves their own priority. And also I have a, I have a sweater that, that I, I like to wear on, on most occasions when it's a, when it's sweater weather, which it is not right at, at this current time in Norway, where it just says, you know, it costs exactly $0 to be a kind human being. And I, and I think that that is just, it's being kind, asking someone how they're feeling. It's kind to, you know, send someone that you think needs a, a, a little bit of encouragement in their lives. You know, if you think that you have a friend or a, 
someone who's who's going through something, send them a little message. Let them know that they're not alone. You know that that you're there, that you're that you're cheering them on, that you're supporting them. You know, regardless of what they're going through, um, we all need to feel that we're that we have someone in our corners at times. Even though I think that depression and mental health at times convinces us not to to, to think that we don't have anyone in our lives. I think that that little sense of encouragement at times is a lifesaver. And I know that from, from personal, from personal experience, just having someone say a nice word or give a nice little compliment there as, as actually brightened many a day and sometimes many, a many a week simply because that's been perhaps the only glimmer of, of positivity that I felt from the world around me uh, for a larger part of time. So I encourage everyone to, to be a little bit kinder to one another. I think you will you be wearing that sweater probably in late September, maybe early October when it starts to snow in, in Norway. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> as, as, perhaps as soon as as it kind of gets chilly in the evenings, I'm going to be wearing that sweater. I know that uh, it's it, it's one of my favorite sweaters actually. I, it was one of those one of the few times that I bought a sweater knowing that the toll and the shipping and all that would absolutely break me. But mm. uh, I was like, the mess, the message on this one is just too good for me not to pay that stuff. So I'm I happy. I'm, I'm happy that I, I, <laughs> I'm happy to be able to wear it. Uh, and at times I also wear it knowing when I'm, you know, when you're meeting people that, you know, that you just don't really have a lot of time for, but you have to meet them regardless. I wear them, wear it sometimes as well, just to stick it to them a little bit. <laughs> to piss them off a little bit. Um, Jonas, yeah. yeah, thank you very much for joining me. I think 45 minutes, I think we've gone. Do you have anything else to add at all? No, just my my sincerest thank you to you for raising this topic, for for making this something that you placed on the agenda and for you inviting me on to, onto this podcast to to speak about it and um, I'm looking forward to talking about, you know, both this topic and other topics in other in other upcoming podcasts if I'm so lucky to be invited back. So just um uh sincere and and heartfelt thank you to you for uh, for inviting me and also for anyone who who wants to talk and for anyone who needs someone to just to listen to them, I suppose I, I'm, I'm more than willing to do that because I think that is something that we as human beings kind of, it's our obligation to take care of one another. So I encourage anyone that needs to talk to someone to hit me up. I'm more than happy to listen. In. I completely concur. I always say if, uh, when I'll like, sometimes I go through like on social media, like I've done this a couple of times where I've gone, I've done a massive thread on mental health. Like I did it last summer. I always end. If you're struggling, my DMS are always open and I completely agree. My, my DMS are always open. If you ever want to chat, I, sometimes I just, if you want to talk about football, cricket i used to watch wrestling i don't sadly i don't watch it no more but if you want to talk about that tv shows etc etc uh, my dms are always open same as mine mine are all always open as well and then and they are open primarily for this very topic uh, that we're talking about here and and i know that perhaps some that are listening listening to this i know that there's a few that have done that and to those that have done that they already know who they are i'm not going to name names of course that is between us but I, 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 uh, that humbles me. That is something that, that, that I, that is really near and dear to my heart that people that, that I suppose that find, uh, comfort or find a safe spot in my, in my DMs or to send me, 
to send me things for us to, to discuss. So, or not just discuss, but just to talk, you know, just to be a, be a listening ear. And I, mm. yeah, that's something that humbles me a lot. So I want to thank everyone that has done that. And again, if there's someone that wants to do that, then I'm more than happy to speak and to, to be a kind human being, which is just should be should be the easiest thing in the world for everyone oh, to be quite honest with. You. Yeah, especially in twenty twenty two, where Definitely. humanity has been a bit of a shit so shit show shit show bloody hell. Uh, get your words out, Scott. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been a bit. We got of a, there. Yeah, the, the humanity in 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 twenty twenty two in recent weeks has not been the greatest. Um. Jonas, do you have anything to plug, like your social media? Or the, uh, the I, I gather it's a, a Norwegian-based Spanish football podcast. It is. So I'm not sure how many words to listen in on that. I, uh, I think, I think I, Im, Imran could help me a little bit. but <laughs> Imran, Imran can help out. He's, uh, he, he can try, I would love to hear him try and translate a whole episode. No, uh, oh. my, my uh, social media, my Twitter account is, is Che Yavara. That's C-H-E-G-I-A-E-V-A-R-A. Uh, that's on all social media. I mean... Regardless of what you're on, I think you can find me on there using that using that uh, username. So, or searching that username, I should say. So, DMs are open everywhere. Um, I would um, don't need to follow and all that stuff. At times, I kind of wonder how, how anyone follows me, considering all these things that I spew out. But um, <laughs> but uh, people are more than, more than welcome to to um, contact me and if they want to talk about anything, you know, football, mental health. Uh, I do actually still watch a little bit of wrestling myself. I used to be a big fan of that a couple of years ago, and I gotten into it a little bit again, even though it's pretty crap now compared to back then. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I I stopped yeah. watching probably about three. Oh yeah, almost three years ago. I went to five manias in a row. I do recommend it. Oh but wow! It does get hard. It it like the last two were really. <laughs> t- I'm sorry, sorry, Jonas. The last two were they were hard because the mania is it's you're on the go friday saturday sunday monday tuesday and then wednesday you'd be flying home and you're thinking the jet lag's gonna kick in but no yeah i went i've been i went to new orleans san fran dallas uh where was 17 orlando and new orleans again um i stopped watching it a couple of years ago because it it got hard to watch, but if anyone is a wrestling fan and wants to go to WrestleMania, I do recommend it. It's a lot of fun, but it does kill your body because <laughs> you're on the, you're on the go pretty much. It's quite intense, but yeah, um, it's not because the shows were five. It, the shows the last couple of years that I went were five to seven hours long. You're in you're in the stadium from like four o'clock Holy in the afternoon yeah, to midnight, and it was just like oh my days. I when the uh, sorry to digress. I will end this podcast in a minute. But the one in New Orleans, the the sorry guys, it's a little bit of wrestling chat. If you want to switch off, switch off. I do apologize. When Brock Lesnar beat Roman Reigns in 2018 to to retain the title, I got up and left straight afterwards because Mania started at like four o'clock in the afternoon in New Orleans, and it finished at what five past eleven. It was seven hours, and I, the walk to the hotel was twenty minutes, and I felt so much better afterwards. I think my mates went out, and I went straight to bed because I was so tired. <laughs> it was draining. Wow, that is... It was so draining, but 
if you ever want to go out to if you want to if it does get better i would recommend it but it does cost a lot of money I can imagine it costs a lot of money. I've I've always wanted to go, and I've spoken to uh, one of my one of my best friends, and we kind of had this thing that we need to go. And I think I think we said that we need to go before we turn thirty. So there's some there's one of us that have already done that. The other mm. one hasn't yet. So it might be that we have to grab on to the one guy that hasn't turned turned thirty because he turns thirty. Uh, I believe it turns 30 later on or after Mania next year. And that and that is in Hollywood. So, I mean, if you're going yeah. to kill two birds with one stone in terms of going to, going to the West Coast as well, then, yeah, we might have to – it might be that I have to put this on my bucket list for 2023. Yeah, do it. It was one of my bucket lists. I, I I always say the best one I ever went to was in 2015 because it was in Cali and it was amazing. And it was one of the best trips I've ever been on. And the ones in New Orleans were amazing as well. You get to meet some lovely people out there. They're really welcoming. And it's you're coming out from uh, from Europe. They really love you. Love the uh, they do love the British accent. They probably will like the European accent as well. So they might <laughs> like they might like the Nordic accent out there. But yeah, uh, sorry for digressing. We're talking about something completely different. <laughs> I never thought I'd be talking no, about yeah. wrestling. I thought I would never be talking about wrestling on a Roman podcast. Sorry, Sam. Sam's our editor. I do apologize, but um, guys, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jonas. Uh, guys, you can follow me at, at Scott underscore Munro. I just. Talk, talk about shit sometimes when when the football season's not over when the when the football season's already over the football season's back uh we will have some more podcasts talking about roma talking about some potential signings and if a certain norwegian winger signs i i think we could have a a podcast with yourself coming back on jonas if you fancy joining me in imran talking about a certain ole solback and if he if he decides to join roma I'd be more than happy to. Be more than happy to. Like I said, pre-pod, we I, I thought we wanted to get you on last year to talk about the Roma Bodo glimpse, but I think me and Imran were so wanted to do a podcast straight after we we dissected the six one like two minutes after the final whistle, and we just went straight to it, and I, it, it 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 did well. It got a bit of love on social media, and I think some fans of uh, of the manager didn't like what we talked about but that's a topic for another day um before we finish <laughs> I, you can follow the magicast at lemagicast.com you can follow us on social media at lemagicast you can find all our previous podcasts on the on the on the website you can find all of our podcasts on the podcast platforms bloody hell that's quite hard to say so you can see, find us on apple podcast uh spotify tune in Podbean etc etc jonas thank you very much this is absolutely flown by the last 50 plus minutes i didn't want to take much of your time on this friday evening um but thank you very much it's a topic that i wanted to talk about and imran said to me you're the one of the the best people to talk about and i've really loved talking to you you over the last 55 minutes about it it's been an absolute pleasure Likewise, thank you so much for having me on. And uh, again, thank you so much for, for raising awareness for um, for a topic that is that important and that is near and dear to my heart. So thank you. No worries. It's been an absolute pleasure and you are more than welcome to come on any other time to talk about football, football shirts, um, 
Italian football because we were talking about David Pizzaro pre-pod and Chilean football as well. <laughs> you were talking about because uh, we were talking about other stuff pre-pod. We won't that won't not come to air. But thank you very much. Um, enjoy the rest of your weekend, guys. Uh, we will have podcast in next week talking about Roma because pre-season starts. And I think they have a tour to Portugal where they I think they've got a cup playing Sunderland and. Some interesting transfer talk that be could happen in. Uh, a certain Ivorian winger could be joining from Crystal Palace. Nicolo Zaniolo's future could he be joining the dark side of Juventus. Who knows? But thank you very much to Jonas. It's been an absolute pleasure and uh, enjoy your weekends. Ciao.